Didn't. We'll get right into it. Won't, okay. Won't sit back and wait. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Let me. Let me find the intro. Okay, I want to welcome everybody to episode six of Levi's Youth Sports Talk. And today we have a former player for the Puerto Rican national team, college softball player, Missouri Valley College. She's coached since she was 23. She's now the big 4-0. She was born and raised in Puerto Rico, then moved to Missouri for college. Then after college, she moved to Laredo, where she became the got a job with KGNS News Channel there in Laredo. And she's been there ever since. So I want to welcome Narita. I won't I won't mess up your last name. <laughs> I'll let you pronounce it. <laughs> it it'll be a little difficult for it'll be yeah. a little, little difficult. You know, some names, some names I, I'm okay with. You know, I won't mess them up that much, but <laughs> I don't think I've ever said your last name. <laughs> well, it's okay. So, but, yes, my name is Noraida, and my last name is Negron. But, you know, everybody calls me Nora or Noraida. It doesn't matter. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay, so we see. Um, no, I, I know you train. You know, I know you train girls for pitching. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure other positions, too. So I want to start off there by just, you know, asking, like, how is it, you know, with the training process? I know it's a little different from, you know, you got girls all different ages, some, you know, just learning. So how do you go with the process of like somebody that's maybe starting off maybe a year or two in, you know, eight U, 10 U starting off? Like, how would you start off like, you know, the process in, in just training, like just for like, you know, simple fundamentals and right. stuff like that? I will be um, explaining the parents about the sacrifices that are about to be made because there are a lot of sacrifices that I don't think a lot of parents understand, right? Um, I think a lot of parents think that with one or two clinics, their daughter is going to become an amazing player. And, and you know that, you and I know that, that that's not how it works. Um no. You know, it is a process. And I first and foremost, I will need those parents to trust the process, right? Um, the process, again, like you said, will first be, you know, fundamentals um, and work on those fundamentals and make sure that those fundamentals are awesome and that 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 player can, you know, navigate through those fundamentals very well before we can even go into the difficult part of it all, um, especially for pitchers, you know, pitchers, you have to have those fundamental downs. I have girls that have come to me before they may be 10, 11, 12 year olds. And, and they're like, Oh no, coach, we have four pitches. Okay. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? You're right. And so, yeah. And, and so to me, when they, when they say something like that, I'm always like, okay, well, I need to see all these four pitches and what are they? Oh, I throw a curveball, rice ball, you know, change up. I throw all these pitches and I was like, wow, I mean, let's see. And then when they start throwing them, 
they don't even know how they don't even know what it's supposed to do and so to me that is um it's not a good service to the to the player because you're not explaining there's got to be some education as to what each you know pitch or each you know thing or each spin you know what does it do and why right and i don't think a lot of girls understand that a lot of players don't understand that. a lot of parents don't understand that um there are coaches out there that unfortunately be like okay just hold it like this and throw it well, what do you mean yeah <laughs> like what do you mean by just holding it and throw it doesn't work that way and so that's my biggest thing um but again very great fundamentals and then right after that hey we we're gonna get going and you know get to work on your actual pitches and get to know them what they do for you why should you have one and so on so forth so like as for as for pitches so as a beginner pitcher mm-hmm the first two pitches would be like a fastball and changeup, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all yeah. you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, cause, cause see, when once we moved to San Antonio, right, and Dad started going to pitching lessons, and we found a good a good guy, like good, you know, mm-hmm. not a bad coach, pitching coach, but he, before he was trying to teach her to change up, he was trying to teach her drop ball and and no, ride no, no, ball no. See, and that's yeah. Mm-mm. No, she needs to really learn very well what her fastball and changeups do. And then after that, depending on how the her ball moves, and mm-hmm. I, I've seen this before, her ball drops and her mm-hmm. ball moves a lot, but it tends to drop a lot. So then I would go with a drop ball or then later we'll go with a curveball or rice ball. But curves and screwballs are the last thing I like to teach because they, you know, if you don't teach it well, or, you know, that could also hurt their elbows at too early an age, I don't like to, um, mm. that will be more for my 12 year olds and 13 year olds, 14 year olds. Nice, nice. Hey, I, I understand because I know when we went, um, we went to Arkansas, mm-hmm. man, had them girls in, in, uh, 12 U, first year 12 U's and Man, they was throwing them screwballs with like with consistency, like mm-hmm. it it was crazy how they was throwing that's them team off with them screwballs. Man, it was like they was just right there, and then it's just I don't know what it was doing. I've never seen it before. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, what though, you know, ask that girl in two years, see how her arm is doing, mm. and that's where you hurt these girls too. Because you want to start those screwballs and stuff with like like fourteen U or second year twelves or what what where would you start start them at? Okay. Um, what I was saying was, you know, if if you think that your player is strong enough, go for it at twelve year old. That's not a problem. You know, you can definitely do that. If you think she can handle it, she's strong enough. You know, mm-hmm. she can manage all her other pitches and she has pretty strong, solid fundamentals. Sure. If you think that your player still needs a little bit less then you know, mm, I don't know. I don't think that she's ready for it. Then don't rush it. And that's the problem. A lot of coaches like to rush these pitches and there's no rush. There's really no rush at all. Yeah, I don't I don't see a rush because especially now since they they changed the, the pitching, the arm rope. Rotation at yeah. the end 
and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so. Yeah, it's just, it's just. I give props to pitchers and catchers. Them two positions, man. Like you got to put in work. You got to put in like extra work, mental work. Like That's you right. got to just be in tune with the game. And I see them out there, and I'm like, I don't see how they do it. I just don't, you know. It so is. it is a lot of work. Yeah. So so let's let's um jump into growing up in Puerto Rico. <laughs> how was it there? <laughs> It's fun. Oh, I miss home so much. Um, I get to go. I try to go, you know, at least once a year um, or every other year. Um, I do have my grandparents there and, and some family as well. Um, I grew up with softball because um, my mom was part of the Puerto Rico national team. Um back in the day and uh <laughs> when i was little uh, just just one one little quick i guess uh story would be that um when i was born my mom had to be at the pan american games in cuba a month later it, or three weeks later wow. and she did she gave birth and she Handed me to my grandma and she went to the Pan American Games and, you know, placed, I believe they placed like second um, that year um, in Cuba. And I mean, she was a great shortstop third baseman. And uh, I grew up in the field. I grew up with her. Um, then after she gave up, you know, being in the national team after a while, then, you know, she became a coach and you know, again, I, I grew up knowing the sport, like from the back of my hand. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where my softball, I guess, uh, passion started in Puerto Rico. She just been doing it just from the beginning of time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did you exactly. play any other sport growing I, up? I did. I did. Um, in high school, I played, um, I did a lot of volleyball and so it, I, I would, you know, split my time between volleyball and softball. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, see, that, and that's, that's good. You know, you play two sports. I'll be trying to get dads to play another sport, but no. Nah, yeah, and it'll be good for her. I, I think that I don't have an issue with other girls wanting to play another sport. On the mm-hmm. contrary, it, it teaches them, you know, more, um, you know, fundamentals. It teaches them, you know, their, that, I hand coordination that maybe at softball they're not getting it, but they'll get it in another sport. And then when they come back and, you know, grab a glove, it'll yeah. be amazing, you know? Mm, yeah, true. You're right. There's just, dads don't like to, she don't like to practice other sports. That's her problem. Des loves softball. That yeah. girl breathes and eats and sleeps and everything softball. Yeah. She is she is one of those kids that I think my- Des is more uh Des is very special girl. Um Des will be someone in softball when she's that age, and I just know it. She is just an amazing little girl with an amazing passion for the sport that no one can take that away from her. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, and it's just well, my, I know my my mom played when she was younger, but my father in law he's he's real good too in baseball. He um he in the international hall of fame there. That's right. Fredo, um, mm-hmm. his baseball team Nixon is in the hall of fame. 
you know, so it's she have it, but me, I've never played none of no, I didn't. I played when I was like six and seven, and I, <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's just too slow for me. <laughs> it was like way too slow, way too slow. That's funny. You know? yeah. And like, um, okay, let's let's jump into the your college days playing softball at Missouri Valley. You know, next level. Um, was it a different? Did you play with the Missouri Valley team before Puerto Rico national team or after? So I was in between. Um. So I get um, I get a scholarship to go to Missouri Valley College right before I graduated from high school. Um, the scout came to actually see some of my friends for baseball. Um, the scout was a, the baseball uh, coach, and he was invited by their coach to come over to Puerto Rico and see them. But it was the baseball, uh, you know, I guess school. Right. And then we had also our little softball school and that my mom was the coach. And so we were practicing on the same field. And then he's like, Hey, uh, I could take some of the girls. And I ended up going, I, I was the one that I ended up um, going over there. So it was pretty cool. Cause I ended up going with, you know, my friends. So I wasn't necessarily alone. Um, but my freshman year um, I had to go, I, I was, I had to go to Venezuela to go to the Pan American Games with Team Puerto Rico. Um, I had already been with Team Puerto Rico since I was about 15, 16 years old. Um, so my last thing was when I was a freshman in, in, in college, um, we had to go to Venezuela. And so we did that and we played against, you know, Team USA, um, Cuba. We played against a lot of different, um, you know, uh, countries and things like that. So I, I was a freshman in college uh, then. And then after that, um, I just, I, I didn't go with the, with the team anymore. And I just stayed with college um, fully. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So what's some, what's some good advice that the older Narita tells the younger Narita? Oh, this is hard. <laughs> you know, uh, what is a good advice that the old writer would tell the good writer? Go to school. Stop skipping. Oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, that's like education wise. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, on the field, on the field, um, uh, I was very tough on myself. Um, and I, I took every single opportunity very seriously. So uh, I think I would have told myself to just enjoy each moment. Um, I don't think I got to do that, but now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, did you even realize what you did? You know? Um, all these things that I've done, you know, in my life with, with the sport and where the sport has actually taken me. So mm -hmm. I think that, I think it'll be just enjoying every moment, every milestone that I had with softball. I don't think I did. I think it was just me going, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And I never really got to like, Hey, slow down and like, enjoy it. You know? Mm -hmm. Got you. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's understandable. That's very understandable. So um, I know, like, 
since we when we was living in Laredo and you know we was playing softball there and and it seems like parents try to hold their kids back there to me. That's mm-hmm. my personal opinion. Since we, you know, since we've been gone, is like how do you see the talent level from when we were starting up there since I mean we started pretty much together with Des and, and Abby. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you see like the different the, the talent level at the age where our girls started now compared to kind of like when they started? I don't think it's that the parents don't let you know hold them back. I think there's a combination here, Farron. I think it's a combination of that and also coaches that only care for those who are that yeah. they know that they don't like they're they're good right mm-hmm. they're not oh okay well i can i can work with this girl because she got it right but that's not a coach a coach is a person that can take that girl who's struggling right that player who's struggling and make them better mm-hmm. and 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 develop kids exactly and that's my biggest pet peeve um here in Laredo is that yeah it's so easy to have you know handing over these amazing pictures to these high school high school you know different high schools here in Laredo I've done that and I mean, that's so easy. And I get it. They don't have the time to do pitching. But I'm talking about the other girls. Like any other position, they don't develop. They expect these girls to already come in at high school and know it all and and be an amazing player. That, That doesn't work that way. You know, when you go to high school, you need to groom and not necessarily groom them, but you got to develop these girls so that they're ready for college ball if that's what they desire to do because not everybody gets to do that mm, yeah you're right and, and so it, i don't think there's such a disconnect there's also a disconnect and my biggest peeve, pet peeve as well is the fact that in laredo only one school district has middle school softball hey that's even in san antonio like I it, know, but it, how are how are we supposed to have these girls be amazing in high school and, and do well in high school if we can't develop them from middle school? I mean, look at the other sports. You know, you have volleyball, you have basketball, mm-hmm. you have football. Why not softball? Why? Not? Why? Well, I don't get that. I really do not understand that. Um, Zapata has middle school ball. They do very well. Guess what? If for the next, the girls from middle school who are going to go to high school next year, they're going to be amazing for the next four years. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, one of the school districts here in Laredo started, and guess what? They're starting to actually gain these girls, and they're developing them, and now they're going into high school as freshmen, and they're doing great. Yeah. Right, instead of just depending on league ball and exactly. Stuff like that. Cause I mean, it's I mean here is here they have a lot of league ball in San Antonio, but it's like the select world is just it's crazy over here. Right, it's but a, okay, compare that to Laredo. Yeah. Are the you know leagues in Laredo versus league in San Antonio? There's no comparison, no. none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, recently 
um, and it's been a few years, I want to say maybe, I don't know, three, three years, four years. I've been um, part of the board now of our league here in Laredo. And we've actually been able to turn it around to try to get these girls. We do now more clinics, more, you know, more things so that we can develop these girls it's all yeah. that's the whole word here it's developing Develop. if you're not developing then what are you doing yep as a coach that's that should be your that should be the word what are we doing at the practice today developing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. man it's just it's crazy that you just get the girls in and you see them and you're like no no that's they not gonna work and they want all the same girls on the teams and it's just like it's help these other girls you see them, you know, like this is the only source that they have if they want to play. But then if they're not that good, everybody turns them down. Exactly. You know. So why? But why? Like you got to, then that's not being a good coach. Mm-hmm. You have to spend time. It doesn't work from one day to the next. You're not going to, it's not about just winning. You're going to have to lose. You're going to have to go through these, through the whole, again, it's a process. You have to, there's no way. How are you going to become better if you don't fail? Yeah. That's the thing. That's the word. And, And it's crazy that I didn't have five different people. You're the six person, six episode, right? And Every single person have said those words. Like you had playing sports, you have to fail. Like it's just, it's okay. not a, it's not a bad thing to fail doing Mm-mm. in sports. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. that's the only way you're gonna, you're gonna gain. Like you're gonna be like, okay, so I can't do that anymore. No. I have to try a different way. You know, Farron, I have parents where I have parents of pitchers. Like the parents will say, well, oh, she didn't throw any strikes today. Okay. And mm. what do you mean? Oh, it was horrible. She never, I mean, she threw only five strikes or like, I don't know. The girl must have had an amazing game. Right. But then I always tell the parents, Hey, we have goals around here. Okay. And tomorrow's game, your goal is to make sure that you're hitting your corners. That's your goal. And then on the next game, hey, in the in this game, I need you to really throw your change up more often. Okay. I don't care about strikes and balls. I don't care how many strikeouts you did. I don't. I care about your goals. What are your goals? Oh, you know what, coach? Yes, I hit every single corner. Great. Did they hit? No ground balls. Great. That's That was our goal. You hit your goal great now on to the next but parents don't see it that way oh. parents are like no they she, she didn't stroke strike out anyone oh, no but that's not that wasn't <laughs> our goal today like what do you mean <laughs> you know and like for my high school girls I'm the same way it's like okay what's our goal for this season okay the goal before you but right now we're like you have to perfect your pitches. You have to be able to, you know, this is where you gain your speed. This is where you, you know, tweak here things in there. This is the time to do things right now. It's the off season. And mm. a lot of people don't see. Oh, no. Well, season's on to January. Uh, what have you been doing so far? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. 
but it's, it, it, a lot of parents don't understand that you have to practice outside of practice. Yep. They like, they think, oh, practice, and that's it. And it's like, mm-hmm. like for my youngest, right, we have the eight UN. Every now and then we'll, we'll ask the girls, like, okay, you know, what did you do today? And they like, nothing. Looking like, uh, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, remind them, because you know, at that age, they, they won't, some no. of them will be like, yeah, let's go do this, do this. but for yeah. the majority of them, no. And like, like mine, the only reason mine's a get into it is because of dads. Dads don't let her make it in no kind of way. And she's the youngest one is nothing like that. She just like, she like it, but she just, yeah, I practice today. No. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. As dads, we have practice. Like, no. Okay. Can we go outside and, you know, this, this, and this? Okay. Yeah. Or the other ones, the younger one, but but she has it. She ha- she has it, you know. And yeah. she have a good coach that that he push her. He don't let her. He don't let her slide with with nothing. Yeah. Those are good. Those are good coaches. Yeah. And so the um the girls that you said you train the ones that's um signing. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's you know private or okay. Well, can we just go? Like what what high school do they attend there? Oh yeah, no, I can tell you. Um, so recently I've had let's see, we had um a catcher from United South High School, um, Emma, amazing uh young girl. Um, she was signed um to a, a school. I can tell you the school. I just need to I I need to look for it. <laughs> I'm a horrible coach. Oh my god. Um but just so you know, Emma, I, we've, me and my mom have trained Emma since she was about, man, like 10, 11 years old, 12 year old. Oh, wow. And look at her now. I'm so, so, so proud of that girl. She, you know, like I told you earlier, uh, Farron, you know, sometimes Laredo leagues or Laredo teams, like select teams are not the best. Mm-hmm. And so I, we were able to, I have friends in San Antonio, right? A select um, team that that they were really good friends with, and um, they tried out for the team. I didn't. I didn't ask them to put them on the team. They they gained their spot on the team. They did that on their own. Um, so I had a pitcher and a catcher. Uh, um, I have KK as a pitcher, and she's still a junior, but she's being sought out by several. Um, colleges, but Emma was able to sign and she just, she gets to graduate in May. So she's very excited. I have another catcher. She was in Laredo. She's actually Puerto Rican. Um, and when she lived here in Laredo, um, she, she left, I want to say two years ago um, to Houston, but I follow her. I've, I've continued to stay in contact with her, but I also trained her since she was nine and she, you know, this girl, I love her to pieces. Her name is Adi. And she, she's that, she has the heart, right? She reminds me a lot of your daughter. Um, like Dest, she has the heart. She loves the game. You know, she's, she's been at it, again, since she was a little girl. And um, she's an amazing catcher. She's actually top 100 in the state of Texas. Of oh, catcher. Nice. congratulations to her. <laughs> yep, she's amazing. That girl is amazing. And her dream, she would always tell me, my dream is to play for the national team of Puerto Rico. And I'm like, 
okay, girl, <laughs> we need to work. <laughs> we need to work. Well, um, two years ago, she was able to go with one of the national teams for the junior national teams. Um, and she was ecstatic. Um, she tried out and she was able to do it. And she's like, oh, my God, this is my dream come true. And I'm like, I, yeah, I know. And so she did that and she was so happy. And then um, was her next dream, of course, is she's always wanted to be. No, I'm going to be a D1 school player. OK, Adi, you got to really work. Mm-hmm. And after she left here as a freshman high school, she was playing at United High School. She, she they moved. Um, her dad uh, works for um, federal government, so he was transferred to Houston. Better job, better opportunities, of course. And and so they moved, and she plays for an amazing high school, and she's been doing an amazing job. And again, she she did. She just signed also with a D one school. Um, NCAA Division One, and and it's in Louisiana. So she's ecstatic. So I'm so happy. I just can't wait. I have several other girls waiting, but I've had multiple girls since I was probably 24 years old. I've had these girls again. Um, you know, we got to develop these girls to get the ultimate goal, and the ultimate goal is to sign. Is to if that's what they desire to do, right? Because not yeah. all the girls want to do that, but if they do and that's what they want to, then you got to work really hard at it yeah. until you reach that goal. So. Oh yeah, it's not easy. I can tell you that. <laughs> it, it really isn't, but it as a coach, I guess so attached to these. I pour my soul, you know, heart and soul on these girls, right? When we, when we practice and, and I get to see them grow, you know, I get to be part of their lives in one way or another. And, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see these girls grow up and become these young, amazing girls, not on the field, but also outside of the field. And it just gives me so much gratitude to, you know, that you can say, you know what, I was part of that. Mm-hmm. I was part of that in any sort of way, you know, but it just, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you think like, cause I know Laredo has talented girls. Oh yeah. I, I know for a fact, because I mean, I still follow a lot of people, all the people that we play with, I've, we follow them still on Facebook. So we still, you know, we still see, do you think they get enough exposure in Laredo? No. And I think a lot of parents think that playing high school is the exposure. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. These days, no more. <laughs> it is not. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Scouts don't come to high school play games anymore. They don't. No. They get to be seen at these tournaments, right? With these other teams, like, you know, select ball, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there are actual tournaments specifically for these scouts to come in and yeah. watch your daughter. So yeah. you really playing high school, those those stats don't it even don't really matter. They don't at all. They don't matter. And that's the problem they don't matter and they don't get that part 
Mm. And so they feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, as long as, you know, she's in high school. And, okay, yes, but what else is she doing to get seen? She's yeah. not going to get seen here. Mm. And that's my thing. That's why I make sure that these girls are in different select teams that are, you know, good enough that are going to these showcases and they're getting to be seen and exposed. And that's mm. the only way to do that. Yeah. And because, see, like, I mean, we went, we was at a tournament then in, in Seguin. And just right there, like they have 12 U and you got 14 U playing also, but the 14 U doing a showcase. So yeah. you got like these college scouts walking around and like mm-hmm. you see the younger girls like looking at them and they like, like, does she look like a college, you know, coach? She got this on. And like we telling them like, yeah, she's a, she's a scout. Right. And they like, right. What is that? <laughs> yeah, they don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you just and I tell them you never. I always tell my kids and the girls the because I help coach the younger one. I always tell them somebody is always watching. Oh yeah, always watching you. It don't matter mm-hmm. whether you even think you're doing something. You could be walking and trip and anything. <laughs> somebody, somebody always watching you, right? And Des is she. She's understanding that more because she come off the field and oh my god. You get these coaches coming up to her and they like, oh, I seen you hitting this. And she was like, she coming to you looking at me like, like, where were they? I'm like, I'm telling you, like people is always watching, especially you, little girl, because you is a little different from normal girls that that's your age. She like, is. You know? <laughs> she truly is. Oh, I love that girl. Are you kidding me? Oh, I love me this. She yeah. is just everything. Yeah, she tries. Nah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the problem. She doesn't have to try. Yeah. <laughs> Come natural to that girl. So, so have you? So you do you have like um a training facility there in Laredo? I don't. Um, I really don't. I I, it's hard, right? Because I not only train but I do have a full-time job right and so and and my job right now is very demanding um I'm I'm a communication administrator for the city of Laredo and so it that is a very demanding job as it is um and as much as I still do my clinics it's just really hard to maintain also a facility mm-hmm. um Maybe once I maybe leave, you know, my my job, if I do or, you know, something happens, you never know, then, yeah, probably I'll probably do that full time. But right now I, I just can't. There's there's not a lot of time. And I'm also coaching <laughs> my daughter. And so, like, you know, I have a team. I have this. I have that. And, and so a lot of people, you know, I, I'm blessed with, you know, a husband who is very understanding Mm -hmm. and he knows the passion that I have for this game and um you know he sees that every single day and he supports me on everything and you know as as well as with my job so um I I have that support system that hey I'm sorry I have a clinic to do today or I have practice and then clinics later tonight and and he'll be like okay no problem you know (laughs) but uh, it is it's just you know, it's a team. It's a team effort, I think, you know. And if you don't have that support system, it's going to be pretty hard. But oh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully one day I will. But I, right now, there's there's no way I can there's no- <laughs> there's no way I can do all that. 
<laughs> and just imagine keeping up with all the maintenance over there. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's hard to have your own facility. Um, you know, you you yeah, you have to maintain it. You have to, you know, make sure you're paying rent and booking and doing and oh, that's that's a whole lot of work that uh, I right think there. I'm ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this um triple crown international challenge. Yes. Explain, explain that. This is an amazing opportunity, and I'm so, so excited about. Um, the Triple Crown International Challenge uh, started a few years ago, um, and it's just become extremely popular. You know, we were talking about scouts and, you know, getting seen and being exposed and all that stuff. This is it. Like, this is your ultimate thing. Um, the Triple Crown International Challenge this year, this coming year in 2023, is in Colorado, um, and it is on June 23rd through the 25th. What this is, like it, it says it on the thing, right? International Challenge. So girls get to go into their website, and you get to play for any team you want, right? But. How does that work? What does that mean? It means if you're a descendant, for example, like if I want to play, right, I will be a descendant, a Puerto Rico descendant, but I'm also a U.S. citizen as well. So therefore, I could play for either Team USA or Team Puerto Rico, right? Okay. Des could play for Team USA or Team Mexico, right? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so like it, that's what I'm that's where I'm going. So there's countries like Africa, Canada. Central America, Panama, Cuba, Dominican Republic, Germany, Great Britain, Greece, Ireland, Japan, Mexico, the Middle East, Puerto Rico, Spain, U.S., you name it. They're here. So my mom and I got to um, we're going to be one of the coaches. So my mom's going to be the pitching coach. I'm going to be the first base coach for Team Puerto Rico, um, along with one of our colleagues who um, he's going to be the head coach. His name is Ray Delgado. So we are, um, already a lot of girls are already, you know, um, signing up on the website, um, tcinternationalchallenge.com and they get to put their recruiting video in there and that's how we get to pick them. Um, and they select which team they get, they want to play. So it's oh, actually pretty, pretty cool. Um, they have an 18 under division, 18U, and that's the team that we're going to be doing. There's a 16U division as well. Um, but this is a great, great um, opportunity to um, be seen. And a lot of coaches and a lot of recruits are going to be on this one. Um, last year, Team Puerto Rico got silver medal in the 16U division. So um, we're bringing it back again, um, as well as the 2021 result. Uh, those we were bronze medal in Puerto Rico. So that was pretty, that was a lot of fun too. So we get to go and I'm excited. So we're already technically recruiting um, for that. So if anyone's interested, doesn't have to be Team Puerto Rico, right? Of course. Mm -hmm. But if you're interested, it is tcinternationalchallenge.com, Triple Crown International Challenge. And it is this year in Colorado. That's, man, that sounds like something interesting right there. It's going to be fun. Man, will it will it be aired like on you know? YouTube? I know that you know how um, like that. 
Well, I think we will. Um, you know how I'm, I'm part of the, the team for um, the Softball Tonight page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we will be probably um, broadcast the, the games from there. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yes, that's, that's nice. Yeah. The Softball Tonight page. Yes, people go follow that page on Facebook. I know Des comes out all the time a lot. (laughs) She always she she asked the other day, uh, "How many views did I get?" Girl, you don't get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about some views. That's all these kids talk about these days is some views and views and this and that. Well, I mean, our softball page is one of the biggest softball pages in the United States, and. we put a lot of work into it. So if you haven't, you should go look for it. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's that's a real good page to follow. I follow it. I know for sure. So <laughs> everybody, <laughs> y'all go go follow that page. You know, how, so so you do you still work for KGNS or no, I don't. Um I left two years ago, so now I work for the city. Oh, okay. How was better, it working? Bigger, better, oh. <laughs> bigger, better oh. opportunities. Uh, I can so like KGNS, you know, like for the set, like how how was it? Like how was it working for KGNS? It was great. Um, they've always been a, a good family, a good people to me. Um, I was there for twelve years, and uh, that was a lot of a long, long time. Um, I just reached my, I guess, my limit on when it comes to growth. I was the assistant news director before I left. And um, I had a lot of responsibilities, Um, even through COVID. um, I had a lot of responsibilities because, you know, COVID hit us. And how do you how do you put the news out when you can't have a lot of people in the same newsroom, in the same place? then eventually our newsroom got hit with COVID where we had multiple people out. And so it was, it was very challenging, but, um, what was able to do it. And, um, I mean, it's, it's always been a passion. That's what I went to school for was journalism. So, um, it has given me a lot of opportunities and a lot of potential and, you know, the way I communicate with people and it has shown me a lot. Um, been able to interview so many people um, throughout my entire career in journalism. So, um, but I felt like I wasn't being challenged anymore. It was, I needed something different. And so this other opportunity came through and um, I pursued it and it happened. And I didn't, I, it it took me by surprise to be honest with you, because I didn't really think it was going to happen. And, um, and so I did and I had to say goodbye but you know, I'm still here, and and we still have a great um, relationship. And um, I work with still with all the reporters. And, um, I used to be their boss, so I kind of already know them a little <laughs> bit. So. <laughs> so now they get to work with me in another different level. So it's fun. Nice, nice. Hey, that's well. It's always good to, you know, keep a good relationship. Relationship, yeah, with. You never know what can happen. <laughs> That's right. You never know. I know it could. Don't be like me because I'll just walk out. No, don't Terrible. do. <laughs> I, I'm just. I just walk out. Like I just. 
you know, I'm I'm like the the coolest, nicest guy, but it's like, you know, when I'm working, I like to be left alone, man. My last job, a lady would just she would just ride me to death. Like mm. just it's like she wanted me to explode. So, yeah. But but um well, you know, I think we did. We covered we covered a good amount. Oh yeah. And you know, it's always good to hear from somebody with the the knowledge of softball that that you have you know being around it from birth <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, and, and yeah we can we'll uh, wrap it up like that and i just want to i want to thank you for your for your time you know, to, you know maybe you was busy you know you never know what no, no, people thank you on. i I truly appreciate it. I saw that you had posted that you were going to do that. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. I'm so happy that he's going to do something like this. So I actually congratulate you on doing something like this because I know you have a lot to talk about. You see a lot of things, especially, you know, with the teams that you you work with and and that, you know, your daughters are part of. And so um, I do want to congratulate you for for what you're doing. And I think it's amazing that you have this platform to talk about this amazing sport. Thank you. Yes, you know, when when we moved to San Antonio, man, it was just a lot like you you see it. We started we started in San Antonio and in City. And and it was like, you know, we got there, we didn't really know people. Yeah. And everybody was just, man, it's just people talk so much. Mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering like like, is this sport really like this? You know, like, like it's it? not. It really isn't. It's just the parents, it's and it just—it has gotten really out of hand. I think. Yes. Oh, it's man over here. If I was rich, I would have Netflix around here. Um, this is like it's—it's it's a whole soap opera in San Antonio. Oh, I know. It's oh, awful. I know. Mm-hmm. People teams and people move teams. Then they don't like you when they go to another team, and oh, it's just so. <laughs> and it's like yeah. the girls. All the girls want to do is just play softball. Exactly. Why you know, can't they just do that? Let them play. Let them play. Just if you don't, if you, th- I be want to tell some parents, like, if you don't want to talk to people, if you feel like you have a problem with somebody, but your daughter is doing good on the team, just stay in the car or something. You know? Yeah, go to the other side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. But yeah, that's just that's just softball here. So <laughs> that's yeah. another conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother conversation right there. So, yeah. so the last question I have for you is who would you like to hear on the Levi's U Sports Talk? But your answer, you have to help me get the answer on the show. Hmm. 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 I'm thinking. And, and if you, I mean, if you need time, we, we got time. We got. It's all. Don't worry. I think we can get some. <laughs> we can get something. We can get something. Yeah. Yeah. We trying to. I'm trying. I'm just trying to do the good thing, you know, right here yeah. in our sport. So. Yeah. No. Don't yeah. worry. I got you. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. So. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up there again. Thank you for your time. Again, no rider. Um, no writer, Negron. Yay! Good job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll catch up. We'll catch up. Thank you. We'll All see right. you later. All right, see you later. Bye.
And there you have it. Episode six in the books. I want to thank again the writer Negron for her time. You know, it's, it's very appreciated for everybody that's been on my podcast, man. It's something new that I'm trying to do for the youth sports around here in the South Texas area, man. I mean, even expanding further, you know. So I want to appreciate everybody for giving me their time. I want to thank all my listeners, you know. I know I got some good lawyer ones out there that's that's really look be looking forward to my podcast to drop every week. So I'm going to keep giving y'all what y'all ask for. And, hey, y'all remember my boy Jeremy, Tinting Them Windows. Thomas getting them kids right. It's going to be a little break. I know a lot of people are going to be taking breaks. Softball, I mean, any any sport. Holla at Thomas, man. Yeah, Thomas, I'm trying to book you up, you know. And Levi's wreaths and more. Wife making them Christmas wreaths. I'm coming out real nice, too. So, hey, come come get y'all Christmas wreaths in. Levi's mobile detailing. That rain been hitting hard these past few weeks, so go ahead and holler at me. I'm ready to get to work, get back to work. You know, that rain had me down and out. But I want to thank everybody again, man. Yeah.